All right, we're on. Yes, what's going on, people? What's going on? It's the proper podcast. Welcome again. Hold on, fucking hell, I've lost my fucking notes here. You can't. <laughs> that was good. My <laughs> notes just fucking vanished. Oh, fuck off. Where are they? Oh, here we go. All right, okay. What's going on, people? What's going on? It's the proper podcast. We are back by popular demand. Nobody fucking demanded it, but we're back anyway. So fuck it. Here we go. It's on. It's happening. Yes. We're glad you all could join us. And please do stay tuned because for once, we've got a very special guest coming on as well. Mr. Johnny Fisher, the Southern Area heavyweight title holder of the moment. The big man. He shall be here in a bit. So I welcome my very lovely hosts again, Kaya and Big John. How are we doing, Kaya? How's it going, mate? How's it going? Good to be back. Really enjoyed the last one. And uh, yeah, just looking forward to this one, mate. Lots lots of things to talk about. So let's let's get fucking into it, shall we? It's not the official Big John. Actually, I must uh, I must throw that in there. <laughs> we might have him on sometime, you know what I mean? But at the moment, it's Little John. <laughs> has been telling you stories um yeah what's going on I can't, i'm looking forward to it it was good it was a blast last time we did it it seemed to have a good response so uh, we're just fans of the sport telling everybody how it is unbiased we ain't got no deals with broadcasters or anything so uh yeah good to get into it tyson fury Usyk, is it gonna happen should i start Crack on, son. Yeah, let's crack get on. on to it. So, is it going to happen? It's signed, apparently. Is it going to happen? Is it not? Have they signed it to just fuck over Eddie Earn with that 23rd of December? Have <laughs> they signed it to get a few more eyeballs on the old Fury and Garnu fight, which nobody was going to fucking watch originally? So, what do you think? Start with you, John. All right. So, usually, as soon as Tyson Fury speaks, I just, I either switch off or I just think bullshit. However, like when you're dealing with the Middle East and uh, Turkey Ali Sheikh, like he's come out on his Twitter, he's putting posters out. So part of me thinks like mm. you don't want to mess around with these people over there. Like talk one minute it's a hundred million dollars what Tyson Fury is going to earn, then they hear Bob Arum sounds two hundred million dollars. But let's just say it's somewhere in the middle. Like I think sometimes when there's that amount of money on the table, it's going to happen. It has to happen. Do I think Usyk is a risk for Tyson Fury? Yes. Do I think that Tyson Fury has been avoiding Usyk because he just rather fight easier fights, plodders, people that come forward, Dillian White, um, Chisora, throwing hooks, Ngannou. I mean, we see Ngannou doing the pad work with Mike Tyson. What I thought was mad about that was <laughs> Mike Tyson was faster than Ngannou. Mike Tyson's about yeah. 78. He was faster than Ngannou. I thought the same. Yeah. So, uh, so we know what he's been doing. He's, he's been fighting people to just throw hooks, come forward in straight lines. So he's been avoiding Usyk. However, I think now's the time. Like, he ain't getting any younger, Tyson Fury. Um, so there's part of me, now they've got the shake involved. I don't think they want to mess those people around in the Middle East because you see him with Eddie Hearn. He's done an interview today. He's talking about the Wilder fight. He's like, yeah, we still want to make the Wild fight. Like, I'd like to do it in America. Obviously, Eddie Owens is clutching at straws. He's just happy to do it anyway. He just wants to make a big fight. If the money's there, I think this fight happens. Does it happen December the 23rd, though? Have they just said that date because they know Eddie Hearn trying to put on Ben Eubank? There was sort of saying they was going to do the 23rd. Also, Anthony Joshua, you know, he was going to get out somewhere in December. So they tried to just grab that date quickly. Does it give... 
Tyson Fury, uh, you know, a bit more credence going into the Ngannou fight, the fact that he's got a proper fight lined up in December. All of the above, yeah, but still, when there's the money on the table, I think it happens. I really do think it happens. Mate, I, I couldn't agree more. I think it happens. It definitely happens this time. I think the time is now. If anything, when you look back, maybe the time weren't, it weren't ready then. It weren't ripe enough. But now, even with what happened in, with Usyk and the Dubois victory, and I still think that was a, wasn't a low blow. I'll, I'll go to the grave saying that. I know you boys think It was a low blow. It was a low blow. Show me his navel. Show me his navel. There was no pictures of no navels. Everyone's going on about navels. I've never seen a the picture of there. Usyk's. That's what I'm saying. It was right on the borderline, which means it wasn't a low blow. Anyway, following on from that fight, Usyk's stock has risen because now that air of invincibility for him has gone. And all this narrative that he would have got up had the referee started counting, nah, he was in pain, mate, on that floor. He weren't acting. If he was acting, you know, he could be in the next Steven Spielberg movie. He wasn't acting. He was in agonizing pain. He would never have got up in 10 seconds. So let's just say that right. I sounded like Steve Bunstead, didn't I? So for me, Usyk's stock has risen. That fight is now big, as big as it's ever going to be. And I think now's the time to do it, which is why I think the Saudis have got involved. Frank's got them in his back pocket. And I feel like, as you say, John, you can't be messing around with these people. They will wipe mm. their hands of you, a bit like Eddie Hearns finding out now. I don't know what the, you know, the details are with him and his agreement with the Saudis now. It doesn't look as rosy as it once was. So this is it. This, this is it. This is going to happen. It's not happening in December, though, ladies and gentlemen. So forget about your big Christmas bonanza. It's not happening then. It's going to happen uh, early part of next year. I'd say probably February or March once Fury's beaten the, the big plotter, the UFC ex-champion. Another thing, Frank, as well, going around telling, telling everyone he's, he's the best from this sport versus the best from that sport. He's not the best from that sport. John Jones is the heavyweight champion of the UFC. So it happens next year, but it happens early part of next year once Fury gets himself in tip-top. And he's going to need to be in tip-top for this one, for sure. He's got a Guinness Book of that. World Records punch, though. What are you talking about, Kaya? Oh, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. World records, bro. <laughs> he's fucking lethal, isn't he, in the boxing ring? He can no. beat the geezer out of Rocky Four and that machine in Rocky Four. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it all before. <laughs> Sad, isn't it? Well, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm on the train of, I do believe it. <clears throat> My reasons are, I think uh, Fury is kind of on the way out now. I think he knows it as well. Do you know what I mean? You can't, you can't tell me that he can keep coming in. Well, he doesn't keep doing it, but at the moment he's coming to, you know, the Nganu press are absolutely completely out of shape. Yeah. And he does seem to be getting out of shape a lot more often. Every mm. time you see him outside of fights now, you know, he's a, he's got a bit of a lump on his old belly, hasn't he? Um, and he's back. And he's back. What's that? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> two little, he's got like two little fucking beach balls at the back, hasn't he? Um, but yeah, um, I, I think for the, for the fact that he's probably on the way out now, he knows he's only got a few more fights and the money's there and it's now or never, I think it could happen. However, the Fury and Garnu fight has been slated so badly with, you know, you look at all the comments, I'm not watching this, this is a shit show. So I feel like it's a genius move from Frank if it is just to do this, but it's certainly hyped up the Ngannou fight a lot more now because people are going to watch the Ngannou fight. I certainly am. I'm going to watch it to see if he gets mm. cut. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to see if to see if he gets a, a whack on the nose um, and doesn't him. look good. Do you know what I mean? So, he's not going to touch him. He won't. No, I, know, I know that. I yeah, know he that. Won't. But mm. but you but there is intrigue now because everyone's thinking, oh fucking hell! I hope he doesn't get any sort of 
injury, any sort of whatever, to stop the Usyk fight. So, so basically, I do think the uh, timing of it is very suspicious. However, 60% of me is leaning towards the fact that Fury's on the way out. The payday is there that he'll never get probably ever again. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I think it's all there. Um, however, we'll talk about this now. The 23rd of December. What are you saying? No chance does it happen 23rd of December. He's not in shape. He, he's got to come in like he was against the first Klitschko fight. Go and have a look at pictures of, of him there. I know, John, you like your heavyweights. That's like me saying life. I want my, my body from fucking when I went on Napa when I was 18. He ain't getting in that Klitschko right, shape Well, he's got to get some way towards that, but he can't come in as he is now. Usyk will dance around him and, and beat him to a pulp. He knows he's got to be tip-top for that fight. I'm not saying, as you know... You said last week, not last week, a couple of weeks ago when you did when we did the pod, then you said you like your heavyweights a bit chunky, which I thought, oh, I don't know what he's going on about there. But <laughs> you did that about his women as well. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, dear, it's so slight. Yeah, he's, got get in, he's not getting in tip top. 23rd of December is 11 weeks away. He's going to go and beat Ngarno and he's going to go and have a great Christmas with his family, sit around yeah. and eat mince pies and pigs in blanket and all that nonsense. And then he's going to start training camp in January. And then you're going to see the fight. I said February, but you're probably looking more towards April, Easter-ish. I'd say you get that fight. Might know, even be summer. Is, look, Might even be summer. The thing is, is that Tyson Fury's 35, I think. Yeah, Tyson Fury's 35, uh, Usyk's 34. Like, he's in, he's in camp now, surely. Like, this one got... Lungarnu, like, I know he needs to lose weight, but I think he's in camp now. So this, don't even class this Unganu as a fight. This is just, he's just going to go out there. It's going to be like an exhibition. It's going to be like, I mean, how long is it going to be before Unganu gasses? I reckon he'll gas in the second round, completely and utterly gas. He ain't going to know no, what's mate. hit him. When Tyson Fury's just dancing around him, popping out the jab, as he starts following the shadows, he's going to gas pretty early. And it's up to Fury how long that fight goes on for. So I just think this is going to be part of his training camps. I think he could be ready December the 23rd. I really do. What a great date to go and earn 150, 200 million pounds. Go in, fight Usyk. If you win the fight, boom, go and celebrate Christmas. Sit back. He'll probably say he's retired because he's done everything. Don't need to do anything else, does he? Then uh, let Joshua go out and do whatever he's going to do against Wilder. And then, you know, if you want me, guys, I'm over here 70, 30 for a fight in the summer. I think rather than go over Christmas, he ain't getting any young. Look at the damage that Tyson Fury's taken. Because it's another thing I was going to talk about when we get onto it in terms of the damage that Usyk has taken, the damage that Tyson Fury's taken. Surely a Tyson Fury, look at how he got like, the damage he took against Wilder. Even that uh, knockdown from uh, Cunningham was a, uh, was a massive knockdown at the time. So it's like he's taken a lot of wear and tear. Does he just want to get this sewn up for Christmas, earn his money? Then I reckon he'll retire. I really do. I tell you, that's one thing I still don't know. Is this a fight or is it an exhibition? I still don't know. At the end of the fight, will the referee hold up someone's hand as the winner? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a yeah. fight. I think, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty <clears> sure <throat> it's a fight. It's not yeah, in my eyes. Is, <laughs> is it not on box rec? I'll tell you no, what, no. I, I, what I'm personally saying, there's no way in a million years it happens on the 23rd of December. They've purely done that to fuck over Eddie because Eddie's come out, he's gone, yeah, now you bank them fight 23rd of December. Frank's gone, I'm not having any of that fucking bosh, 23rd of December. However, I think, uh, just on a side note, I think Eddie should just go for the 23rd of December because there's no way Frank will go up against it because even though uh, Fury Usyk is bigger, why would you want to lose a load of eyeballs to the Fury, mm. to the uh, Eubank Ben fight. Anyway, that's on the side thing. 
Um, yeah, I think Frank said that just the fuck over Eddie. Do you know what I mean? It's just business, just a little bit of mind. Also, also, also uh, proper, um, let's just say Eddie does go on the 23rd with Ben Eubank and say you're a Brit, right? You know, the UK market. If you've got an option of Tyson Fury, Usyk or Ben Eubank mm. and you're a casual fan in the UK, yeah. what are you going to go with? You're going to go for Ben Eubank. It's not in their interest at all. Um, also, no. I did do a bit of digging, right? Um, so from October the 28th until December the 23rd, just under two months, right? So I looked into uh, Tyson's box wreck and that, and, you know, the big fights, the wilder fights and whatnot. Um, he had a two-month gap between Sefer Sefri and Pianetta. Now, both of them, I think I could beat myself, right? <laughs> probably then, could, but like... then from there... He had a three-and-a-half-month gap for Wilder, and then he had nearly five months between Wallin and Wilder too. He had five he, months? He had five yeah. months without eye cut? Was it only five yeah. months? Fucking yeah. hell. Um, the point longer. I'm making is he's never gone from camp to camp to camp into big fights. He's also in between that, got a comeback to, where's he live, Morecambe Bay, come back to England, basically. He's got a comeback for a media obligations, go back out there. He's going back and forth, and he's only got less than two months, and this is the biggest fight of his career at the end of the day. I know you could say Klitschko was, but this is bigger because of the money. Why would you not give yourself uh, a long period, a longer period, of much better preparation? So it's uh, for me, it's going to be February, March. Yeah. Yeah. Probably March no, at agree. the end of the Riyadh season, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree, mm. mate. And now, people, it's time. We have a very special guest. It's Mr. Johnny Fisher. How are we doing, Mr. Johnny Fisher? I'm very good, thank you, Uncle Proper. How are you, mate? Good? I'm absolutely blinding. Welcome to the podcast, mate. How are you feeling today? I'm very good, mate. I'm very, very honoured to be here with Uncle Proper. I've watched all your videos. Uh, A big fan, so it's it's an honour to be here with you, lads. Lovely words. So you fucking should be as well. Right, (laughs) Johnny, let's get into it, bruv. Fury, you sick. Is it happening? Well, it looks like it's happening. We all want it to happen. I think um, if the the Saudi boys put enough money out, then uh, most things can happen. So it looks like we're at that stage now where it's all agreed. Whether that's the end of this year or it'll be March, April next year is yet to be seen. But um, it looks like the wheels are in motion now, finally. Just out of interest then, um, once Fury beats Nganu, are you facing Nganu for the Southern Area title? (laughs) I've met Garnu once. I don't probably don't even remember me. He's a really nice fella, but I saw Eddie uh, said that about me. And yeah, I, I fancy the chances. I give it a good old go. It's probably who chins who first, really, isn't it? If he lands on my chin, I'm probably going to feed it. If he if I land on his, he's probably going to feed it. So yeah, he's not interested in me. I know that, but it was a bit. Have of you ever fun. seen? You, so you never seen him spar or anything like that? Tell him spar, Joe. Oh, you did see him spar, Joe. What was it like yeah. then? Did he? I mean, who got who got the better of each other? If you're allowed to give these stories away, well, Joe was just like in first gear the whole time. So, oh, was he? He was pretty comfortable. All this, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Joe, Joe found it quite comfortable, but you have to be switched on still because it is he is a massive puncher, isn't he? But um, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the boxing skill level was far superior with Joyce. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It, you can't really cheat the sport, can you? You got to do. You got to do the muscle memory. You got to do the years of, you know, you know the jab, cross, hook. You got to do all of that before you get to anywhere near Joe's level. And I don't think Ngannou, he hasn't studied the sport for long enough to even go in there and suppose, just you know, handle it and keep it, keep his own against someone like Joe Joyce. So I can imagine he's going to be like that against any professional because it's not his sport. 
It's different, yeah, it's a different sport. If I went and walked, walked in a UFC cage, I'd probably have my arms mangled all up around by, by my neck, wouldn't I? So I wouldn't know what I was doing. So it's horses <laughs> for courses, as they say. And and on another yeah. note, you know, he couldn't go to nightclubs and shout bosh and throw Chinese at people, could exactly. he? You know I mean? He would crumble under the pressure. If he had to hand 150 <laughs> chicken balls at him and he said, look, throw it here, throw it there, and reel off all the boshes, he would not know what to do. He would sweat. He wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's too inexperienced at bosh. Exactly. Oh, mate. Love the bosh. I love your old man as well. Yeah, he's quality. Can I ask you a question? Do you think that, is there any chance with the Ungarnu and Fury fight that Nganu can close the distance. We've seen his footwork. We've seen him on the pads. Can he get close enough? Is there any chance that Fury takes him too lightly, makes some sort of little mistake, and yeah. all of a sudden Nganu closes the distance and he's able to plant his feet and land anything, just anything of note? Do you think that's possible at all, or is Fury just constantly going to be keeping uh, keeping him at bay? That's the uh, That's what they'll be hoping for. Uh, Fury don't take it too seriously. He thinks, oh, so this is the danger of this fight, the banana skill of it. If Fury just completely takes his eye off the ball and uh, thinks, oh, he's, got, he's not on my level and he does get in close and he hasn't trained hard enough and he does after four or five rounds start gassing a bit, which I don't think is going to happen. But, yeah, that's what the Nganos will be banking on their camp. And, uh, yeah, if, he's got, if he gets in range and gets him up against the ropes and loops one big right hand over or a left hook, Fury is going to feel it because he can definitely whack that, that uh, Francis and Gano. Yeah, He can't hit as far hard as Wilder, though, surely. No one hits as hard as Wilder. He punches through the target. You don't, have to, you don't yeah. have to punch as hard as Wilder to knock someone out, though. When you're over 14 yeah. stone four, anybody yeah. lands flush in your chin, you're going to feel it. It don't matter if you're yeah, a big yeah. puncher or not. You're a big old lump, so you're going to feel it. And I suppose that's yeah. where, you know, when you look at a similar type of fight, McGregor, Mayweather, you know, I, I know, I've known anyone who's followed boxing would know that McGregor didn't even have a chance in that fight. But as the fight build up, built up to the yeah. fight, a lot of people started putting money on McGregor because they, they yeah. see what he did in the UFC. But I suppose the same amount of jeopardy is not there because they're smaller men and, you know, yeah. the heavyweights. You I say one clip on the chin. Mayweather picked what, what round he was going to do it in and he, he got him out of there in that round, if I remember rightly. I know it was five, six years ago now, but yeah, mm. uh, there's a little bit more excitement. Whenever it's heavyweights getting in there, there's a little bit more talk, a little bit more excitement because they're big guys and it has got that element of lottery to it. But that lottery in this fight is still 99% in favour of Tyson Fury, you know? Yeah, so, mate. Johnny, away from that fight, I know you're a big Fury fan. You've sung his praises yeah. a lot and uh, you've yeah. done some sparring with him, that right? Yeah, I sparred him before the Wilder free fight. I was very honoured and privileged to go up there. Great yeah. to see him bad and, and be around him. It was a, it was a, it was a great experience. So I think I know the answer to this. But Fury Usyk, how yeah. do you think the fight goes? Well, and for me, he's crowned the winner. For me, I think Daniel Dubois should be the world champion right at the minute because I think that yes, Johnny. Top. We're just talking about that. You, that weren't a low blow, was it, John? weren't a low blow. Right. To me, it weren't a low blow, mate. I've said it a million times. Right, well, that's it from Johnny Fisher. Thanks for having And we all wear our shorts a little bit high. We all do that because that's the nature of the boxing shorts. It's all like around our belly button area. But that's in the body. That's it's not on the front. It's not on the hip. It's not in the balls. It's in the it's in it's in the body. But I know what the rules I've seen the rules, the navel and all that stuff, but if that is the rule, that needs to change because when you get hit on the belly button, it won't even below the belly button. You couldn't even see mm. Usyk's belly button. So Thank you. On to, on to another thing. Uh, Daniel uh, Usyk is a great fighter. Skill level is unmatched in many ways. A great fighter, but I just think a big man beats a little man. 
and uh, it might not be the most aesthetically pleasing fight, but Fury will know how to uh, deal with it. But I think Fury knows there is an element of uh, awkwardness mm. to it that could cause him some trouble, but I'm still going with Tyson Fury. You think he can knock him out? Fury knock out Yusuf? He can, but I don't think he will. I think it will go to points, that one. I think he'll beat him on points. That's really? I can see Fury. Uh, there's three. There's three scenarios: the Usyk points, or Fury points, or Fury knockout. I don't see Usyk knocking him out. No, no, no way in a million years. No one in a million no. years. So, um, Johnny, last thing, mate. Wood Warrington this weekend. Yes. Give us your thoughts. Yeah, excited for that fight. Um, a good matchup: Le- Leeds versus Nottingham. Um, I think for me, Lee Wood would be the favourite in that fight. But Warrington's a bit more rough and ready, I think. But Lee Wood showed a lot of patience in that last performance against. Uh, What's the Mexican guy's name? Lara. Lara. Um, yeah. And he's got that he's got that explosive knockout power as well. So I think it'll be a complete performance from Leewood. And I think he might just have a little bit too much for Warrington. But I'm a big fan of his too. So I'm looking forward to trying to get up there. I'm going to try and get up there and watch it. But for me, Leewood. Lovely. When you nice. go to these shows, is it a bit of a nightmare? You must get absolutely bombarded, don't you? Not as much as Big John does. So uh, I was yeah. trying to say that. <laughs> Not as much as his dad. I he's see big... that on Instagram. I see on Instagram when you was at the McGregor, McGregor. party, yeah. Conor McGregor walks in and he yeah. goes, <laughs> and say, hello, Big, Big John. John. <laughs> and then I saw him later on in the night and all he said to me is, oh, it's Big John's son. Hello, Big John. <laughs> 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 like, oh, do you know what? Do you know what, Johnny? I've got to say, I've got, an, I've got a 12-year-old son. He's turned 12 the other day. Obviously, he scrolls through the internet and he, yeah, sees, yeah, yeah. he sees your dad going bosh all the time. He started walking around my house going bosh. And he's even got your dad on his a screensaver on his oh, phone. I'm like, like, you know his son's the southern, heavyweight, southern area heavyweight champion. Uh, like, stop that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Big John, Big John has transcended, transcended boundaries and... Uh, yeah, it's amazing what a chicken ball can do. <laughs> Mate, he introduced me to a Kung Po prawn. I never knew what a Kung yeah. Po prawn was up until now. I, I order them all the time. From. It depends where you get them from. Some are really good, some are really bad. You've got to go and find out a good one. Nice, light, crispy batter. Bosh. Bosh. Love it. Thank you for Cheers, coming John. on here. I know when I saw yeah. you at the uh, Joe Joyce fight, I stuck it on you. I said, you got to come on the podcast and you yeah. shit yourself. And that's why you're here today. But thank you so much, mate. Honestly, we're very I didn't realise you was that big either. You're about six foot eight, isn't you? Jesus Christ. Six foot eight. <laughs> feel like a brick shit ass. Yeah, massive. massive. But, lads, thanks very much. Cheers, see Johnny. See you later, mate. Take care. Cheers, John. Yeah, mate. Bye-bye. Right. So, let's get into it, chaps. I want to know, starting with you, Kaya. Fury yeah, Usyk, who wins and how? <sighs> Uh, look, I've, I've moved away from... I used to always think Fury was too big and too strong, and to a certain degree, I still kind of think that. My only fear for Fury in this fight is, has he got the punch power to earn the respect of Alexander Usyk? Can he stop Usyk from coming in and out of range, creating angles, weaving his magic? No, Daniel, Daniel Dubois, when he landed that body shot, Usyk was wary for a round or two. He's backing up a little bit, you know. Can he earn the respect of Alexander Usyk. And I don't think Fury hits as hard as, you know, some other heavyweights. He, he doesn't have concussive power. Forget about what he did to Wilder. Wilder tired in the, la- in the latter end of those fights. That's how he's able to get her out there. But we know Usyk is not going to tire. We know Fury's not going to tire. So really it all depends on game plan. And I think out of the two fighters, Fury's a type of fighter. He'll go in with some sort of game plan, but he's so reactive with what's going on in there. That you know, he almost he goes where the fight needs it to go. Fury. It's not like 
He's like, let's soften him up with body shots and then we'll go to the head later on in the fight. No, Fury just does what Fury does in there. You know, so skillful, can really adapt to any environment in there. And I think, if anything, Usyk will be the one with, you know, deploying more game plans in there. But it's it's a tough one. If I have to put any money on it, I'm going to go with Fury, close points decision. Very, very close points decision. Type 115, 113 type of fight. Interesting. That's what I'll go with. Mm. John? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a pick and fight. It's a pick and fight, but I think most people lean towards Tyson Fury. Um, but you know what? It's interesting for me is that most fights that Tyson Fury's in, he is the master of mind games. And you know, we know like at that elite level, it's all about those small percentages, isn't it, really? It, like in mm. all sports. And I think that he always wins the mind games. Like, look what he did with Dillian White. Like, he just completely disarmed uh, Dillian White in that fight. He all, like, befriended him. Like, it was all cuddling. Like, when did Dillian White ever do that? He, he plays to his strengths. And I just think with Usyk, he's met his match. When they had all those negotiations, you could see it play out in the public. Like, Tyson Fury didn't win that battle there. And, like, whenever they meet, like, Usyk can't find a no one. Like, like everything, he, he can't even really speak English that well, but he seems to have given off this persona where, he, you know, plays the genius, does all the juggling. But at the same time, He's there. You sort of see him at the press conferences. You can't mess with him. He's a very, very clever guy. And I think this fight is going to play out like it is, um, uh, uh, like the mind games. I think it's going to be a chess match. And like on the one hand, when they meet in the middle of the ring, they're both going to start to find their range. And if Tyson Fury does what Tyson Fury does, where he just keeps his opponent at the end of his jab, Tyson Fury's got one of the best jabs in boxing. It's a range finder. He goes upstairs. He goes downstairs. Different intensities, little feints. He does a lot of stuff off that jab. Then when he gets bored with that jab, he just switches stance and he'll do it with the other jab. So he's a nightmare. But if he can keep Usyk at the end of his jab and then when make Usyk commit, then when Usyk has to take a risk, has to commit, pops him with something and then moves, moves back, keeps away, he could do that Tyson Fury and he could win the fight. And I don't see... What any reason why Usyk is going to be able to close that distance and land anything significant was going to damage Fury. But then on the other hand, I look at Usyk and I think, this geezer's is the master with the jab. From the uh, Southpaw stance, over the top, you see what he did with um, uh, Anthony Joshua. Um, he goes straight down the middle with his left hand, like down the pipe. So they're both like chess players in the middle finding their range. And is it going to come to the point where in each round, as the seconds are ticking, someone lands a few more punches than the other person. All of a sudden, they're counting. They're counting the punches. They're counting the score. They're going to start thinking, well, I've got to take a risk now. And is, is that how it's going to pound that? Who's going to win the battle of the jab? Who's going to win score points to make the other person think, I've got to take a risk now to get on the inside to score points. Otherwise, this fight's running away from me. And I think that will be Tyson Fury that will score more points from out of range. No, and he will make... Usyk have to take risks to get on the inside. And as you see, when uh, when Usyk does get on the inside, that is when Tyson Fury will grab him and he'll do what Anthony Joshua couldn't do, right? He will hold him, he will put all his weight on him and he'll push him around. He did it to Cunningham. When Cunningham knocked him down and he got up, right? If you watch that fight, the rounds after that, Tyson Fury was laughing at Cunningham. He, was, he wasn't really taking the fight seriously. He was laughing at him like, come on, let's go, like... And then in the end, he grabbed Cunham, he leant on him, he put all his weight on him, and then just knocked him out. So I, I don't know. I feel like it does favour Tyson Fury. However, I will quickly say this for handover. Usyk is going to be the best fighter, best boxer 
that few would have thought. In terms of ring IQ, speed of foot, speed of hands, he's, I listened to Otto Wallin talk about he's a Southport, and, and you know he gave Tyson Fury a little bit of trouble. He said that like with Usyk, he's got to constantly come in at angles and work the body. He goes, the thing with a tall guy like Tyson Fury, he is open to the body. So everyone says about Usyk being open to the body. If Usyk can keep coming in and out like that cat, come in and out, different angles, and just go to the body. He might score enough points. He may score enough points. But I'll just say this before I hand it over. Look at Anthony Joshua fight, the second fight. He does get hit, Fury. He does get um, he does get hit, Usyk. He got hit a lot in that fight against Joshua. He did. So he is, he is going to get hit. He is going to get hit. So he's going to be playing Russian roulette. Do you know what, as well? Like, Fury is a multi-dimensional fighter, and I feel like he can... He can adapt to wherever that fight goes. As I said earlier, and you know that shot that dumb Dillian White, the uppercut from out of range, he's got that in his locker, uppercut. Yeah, he's really good in close. I just feel like Usyk's a magician, but Fury is also a magician, but he's more mm. reactive. And I feel so, so like, right. yeah, that's, that that's my that's my big question, right? So, I, I, a lot of people have gone for Fury, probably a good sort of 80 percent. You know what I mean? In fact, I haven't seen many who have gone for Usyk, if I'm totally honest. The only one I've really seen is George Groves, and I thought was really interesting. Peter Fury, he didn't pick Usyk, but he said he's an absolute nightmare. He said he's mm. going to be a nightmare for Fury. So what I wanted, so on you, just on you, Kaya, what is Fury going to do differently to what AJ and Dubois can do, or even Chisora? Mate, where, where do I start? You know what I mean, I can, I can write down probably 10 things, Straight off the bat, his feet, he moves like a middleweight. You know, he doesn't move like a traditional heavyweight or even a cruiserweight. You know, he's a lot more light, light on his feet than most cruiserweights. His lateral movement is like nothing you'll ever see of a man of that size. So Usyk will have never have fought anyone like Not him. as much but, lately, Kyle. Not as much lately that. without footwork. Don't, don't go back to the Klitschko to, days. He ain't, needed to, he ain't needed to, though. He ain't needed to. What? No, he, he ain't got, needed to. He's he the needs to, now. to shoot his legs. Yeah, so right. as his legs I, I, gone. I agree. I agree. Maybe his legs are gone, but maybe he just does what he needs to do. As I said earlier, he's a reactive fighter. Why is he going to? Why is he going to start moving around like a ballerina when you've got Derek Chisora in front of you and Dillian White? You don't need to do that. With this fight, I believe he's he got enough to. in his locker, natural ability to get himself into shape. He has to be in shape though. He can't come in here all half cooked because if he does, he'll lose. He has to be the best Tyson Fury. And again, John, you you may be right. Maybe we've seen the best Tyson Fury. Maybe he's come and gone. We're going to find out, I think. And I think if we do see any, anywhere near the best Tyson Fury, not actually, you know, let me rephrase that. It has to be the best Tyson Fury. Not anywhere near. It has to be the best to beat Usyk. Who's got, can I just quickly throw this over, right? Who's got the best gas tank? Usyk or Fury? Who, who do you think, Proper? Who's got the best gas tank? Over 12 rounds. At, at their tempo, how they want to fight the fight, who's got the best gas tank? <sighs> Equal. Oh, I think that's no. a 10 10 rand. That's a 10 yeah. 10 rand for me. Yeah, no, splinters out your ass, boy. <laughs> oh, no, that's unlike me. I've got a, oh, what's happened to you? I'm getting old. Going with the um, 10s. Fucking hell. I think um, you've got, uh, like, as good as Fury is, answering that question there, I think you've got to say Usyk has got a better gas tank. I mean, Fury, don't get me wrong, Fury's like very strong still in the later rounds, but 
in the first AJ fight, Usyk was still bopping all over the place. You know what I mean? He's moving. He's moving like he was still in the first and second round. So can't agree really? with that. I'm, I'm going to have to tell. I'm going to have to tell Auntie a few off after that nonsense, <laughs> mate. But you think Fury's got a better engine? Oh, mate, at, Fury come back he... after three year layoff. He got ironed out near enough in the twelfth round. Got up and won the fucking round against yeah, one of the Wilder, hardest punchers. Wilder ain't got no feet. Yeah, I know, but got so. Like still- so what's he got? Fuck, what's his name then? What's his name if he ain't got no feet? There's a joke to that. Does anyone know it? Well, that's man without no shins, isn't it? Tony. Is there a man without feet? Anyone answer the comments. Is there a man without feet? I don't know. If not, for make sure, one up. Surely you gotta say, um, Usyk as a cruiserweight, yeah, he's got to have a better engine than Fury as a as a big 18 stone heavyweight. I've surely. never seen Fury gas. I've never seen him gas, not once. Has anyone seen Fury gas? No, no, I, I agree with that. But we've never seen Usyk gas. That's the I point know. I'm making. I know, but if Fury can get in close, as I say, if it, the, the long game's not working, he gets in close and, and manages to grab hold of him and lean all over him, he's very good at that, then um, you might see Usyk gas a bit. You might see it. But, well, you know, again, there has to be a lot of jeopardy for each fighter. The jeopardy that Fury was under in that first Wilder fight, with those big missiles whistling past his head, that'll, that'll drain any man. But he managed to keep that intensity up for the whole fight. Yeah, even though but, he got even though he got flawed, and he still managed to win that round. So, I think he fights a lot on natural, uh, just instinct. Fury, even when he's tired, he's able to dig deep. Obviously, that's to do with uh, who he is and his background. He's able to dig deep and find a little bit extra. White, while there's other fighters like your Dubois, and I don't mean to dig him out. Who, when it get, gets a bit tough, you know, he takes a knee. We got to say it. It's what he did. But Fury ain't, ain't made from that that type of stock. He's not. He doesn't come from that. So what happens? What happens when uh, they both go to the center of the ring? And look what happened. See with Anthony Joshua when Usyk got, went to the middle of the ring, southpaw stance, bang, just met him in the middle of it. Everyone was thinking, "Is all oh, Usyk's going to move?" Oh my God, the power of Anthony Joshua, the first fight, met him in the middle of the ring, over the top, bang, straight down the pipe. What happens? when they meet in the centre of the ring and Usyk slips something and comes straight down the middle and connects with Fury. In his, it, what happens? All of a sudden, it's, it's a different fight, isn't it? I don't yeah, think I Fury moves. I've got to be honest. I don't think he yeah, moves. I think Fury just eats it up like Pac-Man. Like Pac-Man, man. Yeah. Yeah, how many Pac-Man times? Can... Um, um, munch it, munches it away, mate, with that big, <laughs> massive head. He don't move, mate. He's like an immovable object. So, so for uh, myself, I am leaning... Listen, there's no, there's purely no bias here. I think Fury's an incredible fighter. It's nothing to do with his, his antics out of the ring. I just purely think Usyk might outbox him. I just do. I think he might just do to him what he's done to AJ. Um, he's just, he's a phenomenal dancer in the ring, and he? he's also a southpaw. Fury ain't fought a great deal of southpaws. The last time he fought a southpaw was um, Otto Wallin. And that didn't that didn't go very well for him. I know the cut was the biggest problem, but it, you know it weren't an easy night for mm. uh, easy night for him. And I just think Fury's not as quick and as mobile as he was when he was fighting Klitschko. If he was the Klitschko Fury, I, I totally changed my uh, opinion. However, he's not. He's bigger. He's more standard tradey. And I do think you can knock out Usyk, especially to the body. There's always going to be that jeopardy there. But I just feel like. I think Usyk will be absolutely lethal with his movement. I think he'll be moving all over the place, popping little shots, jabs, whatnot. Just may there may even be little tiny touches, but I think that'll be enough for him to just move around, move around, move around, and win. I'll just do. We'll wait and see. Let's just hope we get the fucking fight, eh? 
the referee will be massively important for that fight. Massively yeah. important for that fight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I lean towards Tyson. I've been saying Usyk for ages, ages, but I knew we was going to talk about it today. So I was watching some stuff last night and I've come to the decision that I think Tyson Fury, 60-40. But I, if I had to choose, I was betting my house on it, I would say Tyson Fury. I just think when I watched the, the Joshua fight with Usyk, he will get hit. He will end up in clinches with Tyson Fury. And when he does, Tyson Fury knows exactly what to do in a clinch. He will lean on him. He will diminish um, Usyk's tank. If you watch Tyson Fury, when he throws that jab out, you're so far, he's got the longest reaches in he in boxing. Him and Wilder, like Usyk's can be so far away from him at the end of the jab, and then when Usyk finally slips and comes in, he just takes a slight little step backwards, and he's completely out of range all the time. And I think he's going to make Usyk have to overcommit, uh, overshoot, and I think he's going to catch him with sly little punches, and I think those points will rack up, and I think he'll probably win on points. I just don't think you can as well. I don't think you can um, let go of the fact that Fury did say that Cunningham was his hardest fight. Do you know what I mean? And this is going to mm. be Cunningham on fucking steroids, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? This is not literally, yeah. by the way. Yeah, he's only saying that because he got he got, he got got stuck on his backside. I don't know if, if he would have just walked through him. I've watched that fight. That definitely weren't his hardest fight. It definitely weren't. I think it's a bit of tongue-in-cheek there because it was a cruise away. Was his hardest hold fight. on, it's... hold on. Are you saying that Fury might have been lying? Fuck off. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, mate. I don't know where I'm getting that from because, yeah, Geezer tells the truth every fucking day. But, um, <laughs> yeah, nah. Nah, that's, yeah. that's, that's tongue-in-cheek. Well, then, there we are, people. Fury Usyk in a nutshell. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below if you're listening on YouTube. If you're not, you can't fucking do it. So don't fucking bother. But thank you for listening. We love you lots. And uh, we shall see you on the next one. Take care. Au revoir. Arrivederci. Bosh.